If somebody tells a person, I'm selling you a parcel of earth, fit to sow a curve. The land contains small hollows that are 10 tefachim deep, even if they do not contain water or rocks that are 10 tefachim high, they're not included in the above measure. A person does not want to pay money for a parcel of land and have it appear as two or three parcels. Purchaser acquires these rocks and hollows as part of the parcel of land fit to sell a car without paying for them. The hollows of the rocks are swallowed and tensed off, and they are measured together with the remainder of the field. When together the area of all the rocks and the hollows was no more than the area necessary to sow four kavim, I was contained within the area where at least five kavim could be sown, I was contained within the majority of the field. If the area of the rocks and the hollows is more than the area necessary to sow the four kavim, that area is very spread out, or it's contained within a lesser area than one in which the five kavim to be sown, they are not included in the measure of the field, even if they are not ten tefachim to higher deep. Majority of the area necessary to sow four kavim is contained in a small portion of the field. So a portion of the area necessary to sow four kavim is contained in the majority of the field. The rocks are in this straight line, in a circle, a triangle, they're in, this, in the shape of a star or a, a, a jagged line. In all these instances, because of the suffix involved, we follow the principle. One who desires to take money from a friend must prove his contention. If there's an earth on top and a rock beneath, or a rock on top and an earth beneath, there's a suffix and with the above principle. If there was a large rock, even it's only as large as the area necessary to sow a quarter of a cob, it's not measured. If a rock is next to the border of the field, even if it's a very small, it's not including the measurement. If there's some earth between the rock and the boundary, there is a suffix. When the seller tells the purchaser, selling a parcel of area like the area of a, a, a so fit so car, even if the hollows are 10 tefachim or more, um, or that there are stones or more handless, they're including the measure. Person tells a friend, I'm selling you a parcel of earth fit to sow a car. As measured with the rope, <clears throat> the measurement must be exact. The land is even slightly smaller, thus the purchaser may reduce the payment proportionally. If it's even uh, slightly larger, the, amount, the, larger, the extra amount should be returned to the seller. Uh, Omar, uh, <coughs> base 
I said, you should pay for a base curl for being cost of any other. And the seller tells the purchaser, I'm selling you parcel worth fit to sell a core. It's as if he said approximately a parcel worth is fit so a core perhaps um the measure is only 24th less fourth of a cob for each parcel earth fit to sow a sow. It's considered to be the terms of the original agreement. If the deviation is larger than that, you should calculate the amount due to the parcel of the land fit to sow a fourth of cob that are either lacking or additional. You should deduct for the price of the entire amount that is less than the parcel worth necessary to sell a core and make restitution to sell for everything that is more than the amount. What should the restitution be said? What should restitution be made for the seller? If this additional amount is less than the area of fit to sell nine carbon. So purchaser should return to the seller the percentage of the price paid time of the sale. If the extra portion of the land, so first of all, it's done to strengthen the possession of the seller. If the extra portion of land is located next to another field belonging to the seller, and the purchaser should return to the land itself, the seller can include within the other fields and will not suffer any loss. If the additional amount is more than the area fit to sow nine carbon, the purchaser should return to the seller a fourth of a cob for each parcel of each fit to sow the sow. There are many besides three fourths of cob parcels in the area fit to sow nine carbon, the purchaser should give the seller these fourths of cob parcels and additional land. If the seller does not desire the land, the purchaser has the option of paying the seller according to the price of the fire of the purchase. Rather than morning, the land was inexpensive at the time of the sale, arose in value at the time of the restitution being made. However, the land was expensive and decreed in value, increased in value. We tell the purchaser if he desire pay him the entire additional amount, giving him the price at the time of the sale. Desire to give him land, give him according to the present value. That dollar, the laws that apply to an area of fit to sow nine kavim in a field, apply to an area of fit to sow half a kavim in a garden, if there is less than half a kavim additional to the fourth of a kavim of each parcel worth, fit to sow, so the purchaser is required to only to return the money. There's an additional half cob the purchaser should pay for all the additional fourths and the extra amount to return the land to him, even if its price decreased at the time of, of its being returned. When a person sells a field and it becomes a garden while in possession of the purchaser, or he sells a garden and becomes a field, has a suffix, it's a suffix. There's a suffix whether the law determined according to the state at the time of the sale or, or immediate state. When a person tells a friend, I'm selling you a parcel worth fit to sow a car. Hello, 
I'm selling you a parcel of earth fit to sow cores measured with a rope, perhaps more, perhaps less. Or if he says, I'm selling you a parcel of earth fit to sow cores, perhaps more, perhaps less, or measured with a rope, one should follow the less com- the committing of the implication. The purchaser does not receive more according to the principle. When a person desires to take property from a friend, the burden of proof is on him whether the seller's statement is supplied more or less. It means Machle Bis Karamale Bisimanum Mutsalam, Peter Stusin, Hisiri Stusin, Gil, Peter Zesval, Stusin Akhlim Nadam. When a person sells a friend the parcel of land fit to sell according to state signs and boundaries for it that are six less or, or six more than are fit to sell according the sale is binding. It is less than the amount of more than the six the seller must subtract from the sum the purchaser pays. Hisiri Yesval, Stusin, Timidam, Ekaka, Pilafi, Shirfi, the field is more than a six. Are to the purchaser should give him either money or land as appropriate to the extra money. If a leisure person the bars with teacher family begin a bars with fancy family, some will sell them later. Master them. The extra amount was less than the area for the so nine cabin in the field, less than the area for the so half a cabin in a garden, and it was not located next to the field belonging to the seller. The purchaser should return the appropriate amount of money. I might let away the shot to carry the ace of his with Sarah acquired Google by. I feel I'm really used to Mr. Costa, my assignment into my mail, a mission with your Sarah, you other be keep well loved. A person sells a friend a field with which the friend is familiar and knows his boundaries. Even if he tells him the measurement is 200 and the truth is 150, his sale is binding. For he knew the field and accepted it. By saying it's measure 200, he was stressing, stressing its importance as if he had said it's a value, it has a valuable as a field that is 200 in measure. When a person tells a friend, I'm selling you this and this parcel of land fit to sell a core, even though when measured as fit to sell, only a letach, um, sale is binding. For he sold them a place that was called fit. This reason the seller must bring proof that the parcel of land is called fit to sell a core. Person tells a friend, I'm selling you my vineyard uh, in this and this place. Even if there are, there are no vines in the land, the sale is binding, provided the place is described as a vineyard. Person tells a friend, I'm selling you this orchard. Even if there's no pomegranates in the land, the sale is binding, providing the place is described as an orchard. All the above. Rules apply only to a place where there's no prevailing custom. We follow the, um, the when there's a prevailing local custom, the custom should be followed. We follow the implied meaning of the expression used by the majority of the local people. Chapter 29. There are three types of individuals who purchase, whose purchase is not considered a binding purchase. Um, now, that a deaf mute and a minor may buy and sell in order to guarantee the livelihood. How does the deaf mute? How does the deaf buy and sell? So these people um, may buy and sell through gestures, but not with karka. Even with regards to movable property, his deeds are not binding until he has been tested many times, and this matter is considered thoroughly by the court. 
different rules apply with regards to them. You two can hear but cannot speak, or someone who has lost the ability to speak. Neither a sale nor a purchase involving mentally incapable or emotionally unstable individuals binding, but based on my reading, I'm not going to be able to do it. Like somebody, let's say, is epileptic. That's when he's normal, it works. Witness the transaction must reach us the matter. Perhaps the transaction was concluded at the conclusion of a period of mental stability or when he's unstable. Until he is six years old, he may not transfer property to others at all. Um, until from the age and up, he should be tested. If he possesses an understanding of the nature of the financial transactions any purchase or sale he undertakes, it's good. The minor will not be forced to remain idle without finding anyone to sell or buy it from him. When it comes to minor property, you cannot sell your property away until he attains maturity. The garden is desired to approve a purchase or sale or present removable property is binding. Now, we test a minor to see or, um, or not, whether or not he possesses an understanding of the nature of financial transaction. But there are minors who are wise and, and understand such matters even at the age of seven. And there are those who don't understand financial uh, transactions even at the age of 13. If a Kenyan suda was made with a, with a cotton or a purchaser, or the purchaser rents the place on which the movable property was located and the cotton retracted, the purchaser does not acquire the movable property. Property cannot be taken from a cotton through legal process, and a Kenyan established by a cotton means nothing, for a Kenyan depends on legal documents, and witness will not sign a legal document unless the parties involved are above the age of maturity. Yod. If a cotton purchased movable property and sought to finalize their transaction with the Kenyan Sudar, or by renting the place where the movable property was located, he does not acquire the movable property. Um, he does not acquire the movable property until he performs Meshicha. As far as that he cannot acquire property using any of the legal processes that are used for an adult. The proof is that the fact that a male minor does not acquire by virtue of the presence of property in the courtyard, nor by virtue of the presence of the property within the radius of the four Amas. Um, <coughs> 
Okay, so just to retract early, it's improper that a king is so then a rental of that place where property is located should be more effective than the acquisition of property by virtue of its presence in one courtyard. Different rules apply with regards to a female minor. She's given the right to acquire property by virtue of its presence in her courtyard as an extension of her physical person. Therefore, she may finalize the acquisition of movable property with a king and sudder by renting the place where the movable property is located. It appears to me that when a minor acquires landed property, pays its price, and manifests possession over the property, it should remain in its possession despite the fact that he cannot sell property. As far as that is, as if the minor were not in our presence. As we follow the principle, we may acquire a benefit for a person outside his presence, but we cannot cause a loss for a person outside his presence. When a minor attains maturity, in other words, a male over 13 years old and a female over 12, they have signs of physical maturity. Any purchase, sale, or present of movable property that he or she undertakes is binding. Supplies, even if he or she does not possess any understanding of the nature of the physical transactions. Landed property, his deeds are not effective unless he's not, he is past maturity and possesses an understanding of the nature of financial transactions. So the guard's his own property. With regard to landed property that the, he inherited from his parents or from other deceased persons, a sale of the land is not affecting until he's 20 years old. This applies even though he has manifested signs of physical maturity and possesses an understanding of the nature of physical transactions. Svara is the less the youth sell the land cheap because he likes money and he has not become settled within the ordinary worldly ways. When a youth below the age of 20 gives a present or landed property, a landed property, whether he gives it while healthy or as part of the distribution of his property in the oral will, he is binding. Um, Rational is that unless he receives a significant benefit, he would not have given it. This is something which is not um, very common. Let his present endure so that his words will be heeded. When does does the license of a youth to sell the property inherited from his father after he reaches 20 apply? He has manifested signs of physical maturity and manifested signs of being sterile. If however he did not manifest signs of physical maturity, he's still considered a cotton and the sale of landed property that he makes is not binding. Even with regard to property that he acquires himself until he reaches the age of 35. When a youth sells landed property that he either purchased or inherited and then he dies, and the Yarsha maintained that he was a minor at the time of the sale, if they seek to have an examination made, we do not listen to the desire to debase his remains. 
Moreover, it's questionable whether the examination would be of any value because the appearance of these physical signs changes at the time of death. Further rational to accept the validity of sale is that we accept the chazaka that witnesses would not sign a deed of sale unless they knew with certainty that the seller had attained maturity. When a youth who is below the age of 20 sells property that he inherited, he can he may take it from the purchaser whether before the age of 20 or after the age of 20. When he takes the property, he may also take the value of all the produce of the property that the purchaser has consumed. The purchaser undertook expenses or planted or sold, we evaluate the amount due to him, but he must return the remainder. This is the way of my masters of rule. I maintain that even if a minor sells property that he inherited, if he does not protest immediately after he becomes 20, he is no longer able to protest. So far is that since the seller took the money and the purchaser used the land with his consent, after he attained the age of 20 without his protest, the acquisition of the property by purchaser is confirmed because the seller showed his appreciation of the sale. A drunken man is considered to be responsible for his actions. A sale of purchase or present involving him is binding. If he comes so drunk, like late, he's so drunk that he does not realize what he's doing, then it's nothing. Then nothing. She's like a considered mentally incompetent person or child below the age of six. The Alphas Mechida, chapter 30, last halachis of this pedic. Where a person sells landed property or movable property to a friend and someone acquires the property of the purchaser's behalf without the, without the purchaser's knowledge, the option is given to the purchaser. Purchaser desires to acquire the property, the seller cannot retract, and the purchaser does not desire to acquire the property, the property returns to his original owner. A deed of sale can be written for a seller even when the purchaser is not present. Purchaser, however, is always acquired to pay the scribe's fee. Supplies even if a person sells his field because it's of inferior quality. When a county servant buys or sells property or whether he gives a present, or present is given to him, the option is given to the servant's owner. If he desires to perpetuate the servant's act, the servant's acts are binding. If the master is not correct, consent, the servant's acts are nullified entirely. The master may perpetuate or nullify the servant's act with a rather verbal statement. It's not necessarily that he confirms his decision of the king. Similarly, when a woman sells or gives a present, whether her property belongs to her husband, property that she brought to him, property that he designated for her in her marriage contract, or property defined as lake, whether a landed property, movable property, the option is given to her husband. Kaim 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 Rasulavati Vatakil. 
The ruling also applies if she purchases a property or she is given a present. If her husband desires if the property, the transfer is binding. Desires to nullify it, it is nullified. I will abolish the mahar. And also, my carcass in a crystal is to be supposed to be carcass in a salation. Flipping the carcass, if like so was the alphabet economy of the Isha. Actually, Kim and Mysore, her comash also bottom in she and Meris. Nachas Ruach, Sisila Bailey. Different lahals apply when a husband sells or gives away a property to which his wife shares a connection. Land that she brought to him that was recorded in her marriage contract, land that he designated for her is considered a good she has brought to the marriage or property that he designated for her, even her marriage contract. Even though the purchaser has the woman and the her husband's deed with the Kenyan, whatever he has done is nullified because she may rationalize her actions, saying, I did it only to generate satisfaction to my husband. The husband sold her, gave her a present of some of the where the land of the property will property the options back to the woman. If she desires to nullify the sale, she may. However, she confirms her husband's action, the purchaser acquires the property. When a husband sells movable property that is classified to be Nifsit Sain Barzel, a movable property that he gave his husband from his own property, although he does not have the right to do so, he transgresses and sells or gives away such property is acquired by the purchaser and the wife may not take it away. The husband <coughs> has the right to sell all his property, even though it's under lien to his wife's marriage contract. If she is later granted the right to take the property, she will take it. Applies unless she wrote a disclaimer for the purchaser and confirms with the king. When a woman sells or gives the Hilchasian Baras to the husband, he does not acquire the property. Instead, she may take it from him as explained in Hilchasius. When the basin sells or purchases a property on behalf of orphans, whether landed property or movable property, both the purchase and sale are binding. If, however, it gives, it gives the orphan's property away as a present, the gift is, means nothing. As far as that a person may not give away something that's not bought to him. Same principle applies with regards to an orphan's guardian, whether a guardian appointed by the court or one appointed by the orphan's father for the death. When a person sells or gives away property at Shabbos, needless to say, on the Yom Tev, although he is punished, his deeds are binding. Similarly, when a person enters in Tekinya Chalip on the Shabbos, the king is binding. After the Shabbos, a legal record may be composed, and the property is transferred. The sign, blessed be Hashem, who grants assistance.